I'm Elena Lansberg Lewis, your host of Grandmothers on the Move, the podcast that kicks old stereotypes to the curb. Come meet these creative, outrageous, authentic, adventurous, irreverent, and powerful disruptors and influencers. Grandmothers, from the living room to the courtroom, making powerful contributions in every walk of life. We know them most intimately as loving caregivers, the older women in our lives with a thousand stories about their grandchildren and pictures in their purses. In this podcast, you'll come to know even more about our grandmothers. They are galvanized, determined, and are guaranteed to get you thinking. What drives them? What are they up to? What is the potential of grandmother power, and how is it changing the world? Grandmothers are on the move. You don't want to be left behind. Hi, it's Ilana, and today I have a special story to share with you. I was reading about a restaurant called Enoteca Maria in Staten Island, New York, founded and run by Jody Scaravella, who had a vision to start a restaurant where grandmothers from all over the world, living in New York, would be the chefs. So today I'm speaking to Plumitza, a Greek grandmother who's a chef at Enoteca Maria, and the translation is being facilitated by her wonderful daughter, Maria, Maria Zimis and Plumitza. Thank you, Plumitza and Maria, for joining me today uh, on Grandmothers on the Move. I first heard about you and you, Maria, Plumitza's daughter, when I was reading an article about this remarkable-sounding restaurant, Enoteca Maria, Nonas of the World, which was started by Jody Scaravella, where he had this idea to employ grandmothers as chefs in his restaurant. And Plumitza, I wonder if you can tell me how you came to work at Enoteca Maria. Maria is one of the grandmother chefs. The way I came to work at Enoteca Maria was actually during one of the most difficult times of my life. Um, my husband had passed away in 2016, July of 2016, and uh, my daughter saw that my um, I was very upset and my spirits were low. And so she came across this advertisement on the computer for a restaurant that employs grandmothers to work in the kitchen instead of chefs. So she thought of me because because she knows that I love to cook and I also I do cook for the family and I and I make good food and desserts so she asked me to come with her to see this restaurant on my birthday and we took took a ride to Staten Island and we met the owner of the restaurant Jody and his wife Miguela and uh, we sat down with them and they asked me where I'm from and in Greece and what do I like to cook and I told them I cook moussaka I uh, cook many things uh, but I'm not accustomed to I've never worked in a restaurant before and to cook for so many people and he said, I don't worry about it. It would be okay. And he introduced me to the nonas that were working there that day, which were Adelina and Maria. And so I met them and they were very nice ladies. And so he invited me to come to the restaurant and cook that month in about two weeks and just make a menu of my own, something that he thought, uh, so something that I enjoyed making. And so that's how we began. Tell me, Plumitza, and how do you find working at the restaurant? Um, was there anything that surprised you about working and cooking as a chef in a restaurant as opposed to cooking for your family? I like working at the restaurant very much. It has changed my life. Uh, watching the other grandmothers cooking there, I feel a sense of uh, camaraderie. And when I uh, first started, 
I was very um, scared because I've never worked. I've never worked in a restaurant before. My husband had a restaurant, but I never worked there. So I was pretty overwhelmed and thinking that I might be not be able to handle it. But as soon as I began, I started cooking the Greek food. I began to sense, feel a sense of familiarity and that I was knowledgeable about what I was doing. So I, the, I started to relax a little bit more. And then after when the people started, the customers started coming to the restaurant and ordering my food and enjoying the food, I was so proud that people were actually uh, so happy that they had my food and they asked me how I made the dishes. And it almost felt like I was cooking for my own family. The love that they showed me, they actually come and hug and kiss me and want to take pictures with me. They ask me questions about the recipes. And it's just such a feeling of pride that I have coming away from this restaurant, knowing that people are leaving very happy and enjoyed their time there. Sounds like such a beautiful and enriching experience. And what is it that you think is important to people about coming to the restaurant and having grandmothers and nonas cook for them? I think that the reason the customers are so drawn to this restaurant and to meeting the grandmothers or the nonas that work there is because first they're representing the entire world. These grandmothers are representing the different countries of the world. And back then, the hardships that the elders or the nonas had to go through doesn't compare to what things are now. And so the grandmothers represent a time when um, things were done in a, in a more healthy way, more naturally, and a lot of labor and love. And so I think that the customers would like to experience this kind of food that is made with so much love. And a lot of the customers don't have their own grandmothers around anymore. And they miss that feeling of having the home-cooked meal from their grandmothers. And so they, they want to connect with that again. And so I think this is one of the reasons why people come to this restaurant is because they want to connect with that love that home-cooked meal from a grandma or nonna could give. And I think this is one of the main reasons that draws the customers in because you could see it once they leave how happy they are and fulfilled emotionally when they connect with the nonnas and hug them and as if it's their own grandmother. I feel it just myself, uh, from my own experience, feel like they're showing me their love. Jody was right to call his restaurant the nonnas of the world because in some ways it's not just that you're all nonnas who are chefs, but that you're giving grandmotherly love to the customers who come into the restaurant. What a beautiful idea. We all know that food is so important and that it's a deeply connecting piece of our lives to our culture, our history, our families, our nonas. Did you always love cooking? Was cooking always and food always an important part of your life? So when I was a child, my mother cooked for my uh, entire family. I had one sister and two brothers. And so my mother would cook for us uh, and we'd sit down as a family and eat, my mother, my father, and my uh, three siblings. And for us, it was something very sacred, sharing a meal together and being able to connect and talk as a family. It just bonded us. And so growing up, this is how we shared our meals and this is part of the way we connected. And so I knew that when I had my own family, I would pass this on with my family and I would cook for them. And the same thing has happened with me where now my oldest son is married, but I try to make it a habit to invite him and his wife and my grandson and Maria, my daughter and my other son, Evangelo. I invite them over and have a meal so we could talk and connect because it is a sacred experience to be sharing this food that's made with love. It's just beyond words to explain how uh, it feels to be sharing a meal together that I prepared with my heart 
art and that my family is enjoying. You talk about your mother cooking for you as children. Tell me, Plumitsa, about the journey that you made ending up as a chef in this restaurant. What are the things that you learned along the way in your life that fortified you when you went through the terrible loss of your husband and fortify you now while you've reinvented yourself as a chef? So I came to um, America from Piraeus. I was from originally born in um, Kiosk, but I went to uh, Piraeus there for about five years. And so then my husband uh, came in 1969 and he asked me to marry him and we left to come to America. And so I left my family behind, my siblings and my parents, and I uh, came to start a new life here with my husband. And it was a little bit difficult, but my husband's family showed me a lot of love and support and they welcomed me into the family and his aunt and my husband both showed me how to cook because I didn't know how to cook when I got here. And and they really stood by me. And then throughout the years, I wanted to raise my family, uh, my kids, to never forget our culture, to uh, learn the Greek language, learn the Greek traditions and customs. And so my father, my husband worked long hours and I stayed home with raising the children and sending them to school and helping them with their homework. And it was not always easy, but we got through it. My English was limited. And so there wasn't much I could do to help the kids with their English homework, but I was there for them with anything related to Greek. Greek, history and grammar. And so through the years, my kids went to Greek American grade school and then later on to high school. And I'm so proud of them that they graduated and went on to college. And then I feel like what's given me strength is my faith and my religion. And so I feel like the village that I'm from the patron saint is St. George. And so I feel like he's given me so much strength throughout the years. And the fact that this restaurant is located in St. George of Staten Island, I feel is a sign from above that he's still protecting me. And I think he's given me the strength to start this new chapter in my life. Maybe even my husband was um, looking from above and guiding me. The only thing I can attribute uh, how I become this chef at this restaurant at this stage of my life. You talk about your village, and I hear from Maria, who's translating for us, that you've become a bit of a celebrity in your village. Tell me about that and how that feels at this point in your life. So I never expected at this stage of my life to be a chef at a restaurant and even more so to become a celebrity in my hometown, in my island. Since that time that we started working there in uh, September of 2016, I've actually gone on about three or four interviews over Skype with Greece, and they've all been showing so much support on Facebook, so, so much support from people from my island, people that I don't even know and they're saying such kind words to me and um, showing me so much love that I become very touchy all the kind things that they have to say and how I remind them of their own grandmother and they ask me for the recipes of you know how I make certain foods and so my daughter has started making videos of me cooking certain dishes so that other people can see and learn some of the secrets that are particular to my island and so it's a very proud feeling that I have and I do this for my country because I'm so proud of where I come from and I want other people who see this to also look at me and see that at my age, if I'm doing such something like this, you know, starting as a chef at a restaurant, that they can also do something like this because we have 40 grandmothers in this restaurant from all different parts of the world. 
And they're all so very nice women, but most of us were not fluent in English. And yet we're all able to communicate with each other and show love. And you would never know that we didn't know each other by the way we communicate with our body language and with just showing each other, you know, with our hands, teaching each other how we make different dishes. It's such a great experience. I feel like it's more than just being like a celebrity. I feel like I am trying to show my pride for my uh, country and also teach others who are watching how to make the traditional foods to keep the traditions going. And, you know, it's more about passing things along to the next generation. So these things do not get forgotten. And I would hope that other people would do the same for their own countries. Well, that's just lovely. And I hope that you do produce a cookbook so that we can all benefit from the love that you put into your cooking and the joy that you clearly take out of it. And next time I'm in New York, Plumitsa and Maria, I, I hope to come to the restaurant and have some of that moussaka for myself. Oh, yes, for sure. <laughs> You're definitely <laughs> welcome. Of course. Thank you so much for this. It was such a pleasure to speak to you. And tell me so that everybody listening knows where they can find Enoteca Maria and how they can find out when she's going to be cooking so they can come and experience that grandmotherly love from your mother themselves. Okay, so the address is 27 Hyatt Street. It's in Staten Island, New York. Uh, the name is Enoteca Maria. You can go on www.enotecamaria.com and you can look at the calendar and Jody Scaravella posts the updated calendar on a daily basis. So you can uh, see when we're there. We hope people come and visit us. If, if they can't make it when we're there, there's always another Nona from another country and I can tell you all the food they make is delicious. I'm sure it is. It sounds just wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Maria, and thank you, Plumitsa, so much. It was a pleasure to hear your story and have you share with oh, others thank today. You. Thank you. My mother would like to say goodbye to you. Thank yes. you. Hold on. My mother wanted to thank you for taking the time to interview us. And um, she also wants to thank everybody who's shown their support to us. And we're very appreciative. We never expected this. And this is just something that's a little bit surreal. And my mother is very proud of Greece and says, long live Greece, long live Kios. <laughs> Oh, that's lovely. And we join her in that. Thank you so much, both of you. Oh, that's lovely. And we join her in that. Thank you so much, both of you. Okay, thank you. Thanks for listening. I'm Ilana Landsberg-Lewis, your host of Grandmothers on the Move. If you want to find out more about me or the podcast, go to grandmothersonthemove.com and come back next week for another episode.